Incredible Football Show. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today. My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. This is a sad day, honestly. It's honestly a little bit of a sad day. You know, I got Shane here with me. Shane, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Tired of shit, but you know. Yeah, no Tyler this week, which is also sad because, again, this this is just a sad day, man. This is the this is the last terrible football episode for for a little while. Till what, June? Yeah, sometime in June. Yeah, I think that deserves a moment of silence. Moments pass. Uh, but yeah, uh, last episode until sometime mid-June, we'll come out, we'll put out an episode, just kind of recap what's going on. Because I'm sure we're going to have a lot of free agency signings, uh, potentially injuries to talk about how our teams are looking in terms of their their roster heading into like, uh, yeah, you know, training camp. Yeah, so. there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So we'll have an episode in June, another episode in July, and then we're back full force. I think August 2nd, I think is the date, and we're on there all the way up to the Super Bowl. Uh, if you could... Uh, like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Thank you guys so much for everyone that came out uh, and checked out the live stream. The the guys that jumped into the call with us and chat with us, we really appreciate that. Uh, and it, it, I, honestly, I feel like it's a decent possibility we may just go live for this fall. How are you feeling about that? I really enjoyed it. I, I think um, I think it's electric. I, I mean, think I think it's better for the show. Yeah, I mean, as, especially like if we can get callers each week from the live stream, yep. even if it's people we know don't know, people watch the stream or watch the show. Right, um, gives a capability of being able to have that live interaction, much like you know a Pat McAfee show. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of show on ESPN, anything like that. So that definitely excites me. But I think there is going to be times to where we're going to be like, okay, guys, it's going to be kind of pre-recorded here because you know schedules, schedules stuff yeah like that. but schedules are always going to be I think, an ma- issue. I think majority sh- i think it should be live I-, I really like it you know I-, I come from a streaming background so yeah, i've yeah. always enjoyed it so. yeah that, that's 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 your that's your field <laughs> that's your field Most definitely yeah exactly no i think it's a good possibility it was a blast and i look forward to doing more of it here in the future uh also make sure to check us out at our website sparky3.com you can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month get early access to podcast episodes uh we also got the merch store sparky3shop.com and hey we also just launched a new show this week as well spark bark i saw that yeah one-stop shop for bs and nonsense that is the slogan shout out to zach for just firing that on the spot in the middle of the episode because now (laughs) it's just the slogan it's done dude as soon as he said it i didn't even acknowledge that's it that's i just kept doing my thing whatever but i'm the whole time throughout the show i'm like that's it that's it i'm holding on to that one that that was perfect perfect way to describe the show so definitely go show that one some support we'd appreciate that give us your thoughts on it uh join the public discord because then you can get an opportunity to maybe come into some shows in the future we definitely want to kind of uh, expand on that so join the discord for sure follow us over at twitter terrible fb show you that's uh, one of the fastest ways to stay up to date with the show as well as going sign up to the website uh especially with this break that we're about to be going on but hey while we're on this break, in the meantime, we still got other shows, Game Static, Animan Plus, Spark Bar, Terrible, uh, talking about movies and stuff. So we still got other stuff going on uh, while football shows on the break. You going to watch in, uh, I know it's not football, you watching Doctor Strange on Friday? Watching it Thursday. Yeah, me and my lady's going. I'm very, very excited. Beat me to it. Uh, I'm waiting for Josh to come down on Friday. We're going to watch it then. Yeah, I'm, I I will say I have seen some spoilers. I have seen some leaks. My my Twitter feed had it full force for me, and I'm just like, okay, I guess we're just diving into this now. <laughs> I've seen it. Let's just jump in. Let's see what the hell is going on. So I've seen some stuff, and it's going to be a wild ride is all I'll really say. Speaking of wild ride, we also have the finale of Moon Knight this week too. Talk about a double whammy. Moon Knight and then Doctor Strange. Yep. Yep. Double whammy, man. Lots of good stuff to chat about there. 
Uh, all right, so for today's episode, uh, draft recap, basically. We're going to be going through all the teams, kind of giving our thoughts on it. You know, obviously, with the live stream, it was just the first round. Uh, now we're going to be looking at the full board. We're also going to take a look at, like, uh, free agents that are still on the board that we probably should project to get, get picked up at some point. You know, there are a lot of these free agents more veteran players where it's just like, and eh, let's wait till after the draft to see what we can get in the draft before we actually want to make uh, the pool to sign any of these veterans to a contract. Uh, so Shane, if you're feeling it, let's just jump into it, dude. You ready? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Kicking things off with the Arizona Cardinals. We're just going to go alphabetical here because we're also going off NFL.com. Shout out to that. Uh, so they of course did not have their first round pick because their first round pick was essentially Hollywood Brown. Uh, you know, so th- that's kind of how it's graded there, which, I mean, I, I like that trade. And, well, now that we've seen what happened with D-Hop, uh, that trade might, might make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Uh, D-Hop suspended the first six games from uh, from a PED thing that popped up in his November test. Uh, so that, that kind of puts his trade in a little bit more perspective, in my opinion. But um, one of my favorite picks they got, honestly, uh, was actually their very first pick they had at 55th overall, uh, the Colorado State tight end, Trey McBride. That's actually one of my favorite picks that they've got, uh, put him behind Zach Ertz. Uh, you know, uh, Trey McBride, honestly, could have potentially slipped into the late first round. So I think them grabbing them there, I think is pretty solid. Uh, I also like uh, a couple of the linemen they got as well, the Virginia Tech linemen and the Oklahoma linemen. I like both of those as well. But Trey McBride, is you know, their, their first pick is the one that stands out to me the most personally. I think with the Arizona Cardinals, they didn't get a, like, a straight-on flashy player from the draft. Yeah. But I mean, I'm seeing great value from each pick. Right. And that's really all you're going to ask for. So. Yeah. No, a solid draft from the Cardinals. Uh, going down to the next one, uh, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, NFL.com actually has them at a B plus, and I don't know. I might actually disagree with that B plus. Honestly, I'll probably put them at a minus. Yeah, I feel like an A minus is probably more accurate. Of course, their first pick, Drake London. I love that pick. He was my number one receiver in this draft. I love Drake London, so I'm I'm very excited for this pick for Atlanta. Uh, I also like uh, the Desmond Ritter pick later in the draft. Like what was that third round? I think. Yeah, it's yeah, the late third. Yeah, late third. I actually really like that pick. Uh, you know, put him behind Marcus Mariota. You know, Desmond Ritter kind of fits the scheme that Arthur Smith's kind of going for. I, I love that pick, honestly. And then also Troy Anderson, former quarterback for uh, Montana State. I mean, this guy is being called one of the best athletes in the entire draft. I mean, yeah, he played running back in high school, yeah. and then he moved to quarterback, and then he just put on some massive weight and uh, – and by weight, I mean muscle and played right. linebacker and apparently was phenomenal. Right, so. right. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of good value here. Got a couple of uh, Georgia kids down there in the bottom. Also really like, sorry to interrupt you, no, you're really good. like the BYU running back, uh, Tyler. Oh, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, at 151, mm-hmm. great pickup. Yeah, good good pickup there. I like the Penn State edge rusher, Arnold, whatever his last name is, Ibikiti, Ibikai Arnold. We'll just call him Arnold. I had this name down during the draft, <laughs> but just due to Tyler, I'm not even going to try it. Okay. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair. No, I, I think the Falcons actually had a really good draft. I think a B-plus is a little insulting from NFL.com, in yeah, my opinion. I'd, I would say A, A-minus. Uh, going on to the next one. Okay, now this is the draft right here that a lot of people are calling the best draft from this year. 
and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, NFL.com only has them as an A, but for the most part, I've seen them at like a solid A plus across the entire board, right? Yeah, I would say so. Because like number one, look at their top three picks. I know their top three picks really could have gone all gone in the top fifteen. Honestly, uh, top four picks because there was a lot of people thinking Travis Jones was going to be a late first. You know, and he slipped all the way down to the third round. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, you got Kyle Hamilton at 14th. You know, they got Tyler Lindenbaum, who's one, really the, probably one of the better linemen in this entire draft, if you include the entire line. You know, not just, you know, separate tackles and inner and interior. In my opinion, he's easily, like, in the top three best of this entire draft. You know, then they have uh, David uh, Ajobu, who tours Achilles, of course, uh, which, you know, uh, which as someone who has torn their Achilles completely in half – that sucks, but we've seen how it is in today's game where it's like Cam Akers came back, you know, within within the season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is like a torn Achilles while it sucks. Dude's going to bounce back. That dude was projected to go first round easy, like in the 10s oh, range. Oh, yeah. But because of that, he slipped. And then Travis Jones, he slipped as well. You know, D-tackle from UConn, he was going to be projected late first as a common one. And then it's just like the rest of the way. They just got yeah. like a lot of value. Yeah, you got T- Tyler Lind- Linderbaum in there who people were saying that is the best center prospect, let alone the best offensive line prospect they've seen in 20 years. Right. Um, and then you got Kyle Hamilton, who was supposed to be a top three, top five pick yeah, until yeah. he ran his 4-7 at the 40, I mean, right. at, um, at the pro day. So, I mean, you got three, I don't really know much about Travis Jones, but three, by what you say, four quality Possibly first round picks. Yeah, yeah. In the first three rounds, that's impressive. It's definitely a very stellar draft. You know, you got a good backup tight end there behind Mark Andrews. You got some. They good... drafted two tight ends. Oh, they did. Yeah, I, I didn't see the other one. Yeah, yeah. So two tight ends to go behind Mark Andrews. Good there. Uh, get some cornerback help, which is also good, especially after you know they had some a lot of injuries last year. Lot, I mean that that, got, that defensive backfield got fucked. And they got Tyler Baday or Batty with their last pick. Yeah, yeah. Who was who led the SEC two, two years in a row in rushing. Right, right. Like, that's insane. Uh let's hop down to the next team, uh the Buffalo Bills. Uh obviously their first pick uh, Elam from Florida is an awesome pick. Uh, I mean, this dude, I mean, now that he's been picked, there's all these videos coming out where, like, in his pre-draft process, he's like, oh, here, check out my notes. You know, he's like, I'm the best note-taker in this draft. So, like, the dude's smart. The dude knows the game really well. And he's just like, yeah, I, I wrote down my mistakes, wrote down team mistakes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, the dude's going to be an excellent corner for this team because it's like Tyler mentioned on the stream, 14 seconds or 13 seconds, whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. they just burned into his brain. Uh, I also like uh, James Cook, you know, because they, you know, obviously we we've talked about it all year long. They need running back help, uh, so I like that pick a lot. And then of course they got the punt god. I was waiting to see where Matt Ariza was going to go. This dude is considered one of the best punting prospects in NFL history. Dude's yep. got a leg. I, I like the, I like the Bills draft honestly, just because of just mostly because the first two picks alone. I do too. I wouldn't. I, I don't. I think it's a little worse than an A. I would put him at A minus B plus to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the back end um, kind of hurt them. And honestly, in my rankings, I had Kyer Elam, you know, beginning a second round mm-hmm. um, to, you know, 10 or so in the second round. So to get him at like, what, 23, 23, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. But we know that, I mean, those corners and safeties came off the board quick. Oh, my All God. All of them did. Yeah, so, just, just like receivers. Yeah. They went fast. <laughs> so, I mean... 
I, I still like the pick. I still think he'll do great for them, and I really like the James Cook pick, especially yeah. at 63. And unfortunately, they weren't able to get Brees or Kenneth, but I definitely had James Cook at uh, probably number three or four on my running back list. So You know they were gunning for Brees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and their in-division rival got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but didn't they trade up to get him, too? Uh, yeah, they the Jets did, yeah. They traded yeah. up to get Brees, so. Yeah. We're going to chat about that in a minute, that's for sure. Uh, next up, Carolina Panthers. Uh, I like this draft, dude. You know, we only had uh, six picks for them, but it really, and the reason why is because when it came to that second pick they made, they, of course, drafted Matt Corral. They traded up for him, you know, to make that happen. You know, but I like the first pick, obviously, with Iki Ikuanu because, like, one of the big things about it, and, you, like, you kept harping on this during the stream, is, like, you just didn't think they were going to go quarterback because it would be too much of a reach, right? And it's just, like, I could have seen them go on quarterback or I could have seen them just go on tackle, but they went with the safer pick of tackle, one of the best, you know, really the best tackle in this draft, instead of doing a hard reach for a quarterback at six. Mm-hmm. And still got, honestly, a pretty solid quarterback with Matt Corral in one of the later rounds, in my opinion. You know, then you got some linebacker help, edge help, some corner help, lineman help. I mean, I, I mean, for a small draft, I actually I like what the Panthers did. The only thing that surprised me is I think Ritter, Ritter, Ritter was already gone by this point. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But they took Corral over Sam Howell. Yep. Who I liked better. And Malik. Yeah, Malik was still on the board at this point. So that kind of blew my mind. Man, but, the, the quarterback slide was unreal. Oh, for real. Which, which I mean, we were saying it all year. I mean, so was everybody in the world. But then, like, at the towards the end of the draft, everybody was kind of like, Pulling a fast one, like oh, pull over here. Like we're looking at quarterbacks yep, now, yep. and then they're like, nah, we, we nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, nah, I like what the Panthers did. Honestly, I feel like uh, you should as well. Uh, next up, my team, the Chicago Bears. I'm not gonna dive into full detail because I put out probably in my time of doing football podcasting, I put out probably the best and most detailed series of tweets I've ever put out. Yeah, I was reading those. I was like, <laughs> is this ever going to end? But, hey, it was interesting stuff, and I read all, like, eight of them. Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, go follow me at Twitter, at AlexLight23. I put out, like, a, like an eight, eight to ten... Uh, tweet thread of my full thoughts on the Bears, and you know that is that's one of my proudest tweets out there. So just go follow that for my full thoughts. But I'll I'll, I'll sum it up like this: We came into this draft with I think six picks, and we turned around and got eleven. That alone is impressive to me. And then also some of the picks that we got. I mean, Kyler Gordon was uh, being projected for some late first, so we got we he slid, got him. Brisker, awesome safety there. Really like that pickup. And then we just got depth. That's the big thing is we got depth throughout the entire draft, and that that's awesome. You know, I love I love uh, the center pick, Doug Kramer. I mean, I love that pick. Uh, I also I actually really like the Jones pick, Velas Jones. I'm not yeah. sure if I pronounced his name right. I actually really like that pick personally, but I mean, he was stellar at Tennessee. Yeah, stellar lightning. Like uh, me and Josh was kind of watching that second and third rounds. Uh, while we were just ch- chilling on Discord. And, dude, like, he caught the ball, and I was like, oh, dude, slow. He's going to get caught. And all of a sudden, you just see him hit another gear yep. and kind of take off. And I was like, damn, all right. Yeah, he's being compared to uh, – he's being called Debo Light is how he's being called. <laughs> Debo Light. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually love uh, – for what we had in front of us, I love our draft for, you know, for Ryan Pohl's first draft, at least in my mind. Uh, the Bengals. All right, all right. Let's chat about the Bengals. Um, it's all right. I mean, all right. Look, they got one. Imp- they got you know they addressed an important need with the first two picks, which is secondary, right? Mm-hmm. And that that you know, and I I fully 
honestly support that first round pick because in a lot of my mock drafts, I had it played out where if all the linemen kind of went, why reach for someone else? You know what I mean? Just go ahead and get best player on the board in that first round. You know what I mean? Or trade back. Yeah, one of the two. Like, don't reach for an alignment who's projected like third round, like like the Patriots did. Yeah, uh, yeah d- don't do that. So I, I don't mind the approach on that pick, but then it's like you get to the second round, you go another cornerback. Yes, you know, you need that secondary help. Eli Apple stinks. You did re-sign Eli Apple. Best of luck to you. But, I mean, out of this draft, you walk away with one lineman. One lineman's what you walked away with. I mean, I understand you got Collins in the offseason. Cool. You got you already you got uh, drafted Jonah Williams first round, I think, last year, the year before. Cool. But, I mean, you got your tackle spots kind of done, but you still need to fix that damn interior line because – Aaron Donald destroyed you. So, like, walking away with one lineman, I'm just not a fan, personally. Yeah, I'm not either. But the way I see it is, you know, they just thought the cornerback need and uh, the defensive line. Because, I mean, they got a D-tackle yeah. from Florida and, uh, and edge then, an yeah. edge from mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina. So, they thought, you know, we, with those acquisitions of Atlanta Collins and the recent draft pick of the year before, you know, maybe they just think, hey, maybe we can just get this guy and maybe pick up – um, you know, somebody else later on, maybe hit a trade or something. Um, I just feel like they just did the bare minimum to make fans happy. Right. Right. They just filled holes. I like the two cornerbacks in the first and second rounds. Um, I like those two picks, but other than that, I think they just kind of filled in holes really. So, yeah. And that's all they really did. I, I just wish they would have gone another lineman spot personally. Uh, let's head over to the Browns. Of course, they didn't have a pick until what's the 68th pick. That would be what? That's the third round? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, of course, the Deshaun Watson trade, whatever. Uh, you know, they really made the best of what they could, man. That was the bottom line. They're, the only pick that really jumps out at me immediately is going to be David Bell, the wide receiver from Purdue. I actually really like him. I was That was a guy that I was hoping we would get as well. But, I mean, you know, what they're doing here, man, is just, they're just filling depth, you know, with uh, David Bell. You know, that's a guy that is going to see some uh, some playing time as well as Alex Wright, UAB um, defensive end, and then Martin Emerson, the cornerback from Mississippi State. They'll, they'll get some time in. Uh, but the rest of it is just really depth. Well, besides Cade York, you know, naturally kicker. You know, he's going to – apparently he's actually, you know, been flat out been said he's not going to get competition. So, I guess they really believe he's, he's going to be a dope-ass kicker. But, I mean, that's all this draft is. It's just – it's depth. So, you can't hate it, but it's nothing to praise. Yeah, I mean, I think they got quality a pickup with Mike Woods. Um, I really didn't watch him much at Oklahoma, but, I mean, at Arkansas, I was – a massive fan of Mike Woods. I thought he was going to blow up at Arkansas, especially how he played at the spring game, and then let alone two days later he transfers to Oklahoma. Right. So I thought he was going to put up bigger numbers this year. I think going to Oklahoma actually hurt him. Um, you think that if he would have got to stay at Arkansas, he would have just had more like you know, you know, real starting time. I guess yeah. The way to put he, it, like he would have been the, focused. He would have been the number two, right? Yeah. And everybody would have been doubling Traylon. Yeah, yeah. At that point, that's so, fair. You know the the plays that Warren Thompson were was able to play um, make this year, Mike Woods would have been able to do that and so much better. Right, right. Because um, I think Mike Woods was so far ahead of what Warren Thompson is. Yes, he's only a, a freshman, but um, I think Mike Woods would have. I think he hurt himself going to Oklahoma. Don't get me wrong; he had a good year. He got drafted in what the fifth, sixth round, whatever it might be. But um, shout out to him for that. But I think he he hurt himself. Right. Well, maybe now pairing up with David Bell and then, of course, Amari Cooper can uh, really give him some time because, you know, keep in mind they let Jarvis walk. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, these guys are going to get some time for sure. 
Uh, next up, the Cowboys. Um, this has been kind of a little bit of a controversial one just because of that first pick still. You know, just because Tyler Smith tackle from Tulsa in the first round is such just a raw talent, you know. And it's a, it's a long game mindset. It's not a win-now mindset because, like, you're aiming for him to replace Tyron Smith. But, like, I got to say, like, Nothing about the Cowboys draft jumps out at me. Not at all. <laughs> like, I, I mean, not, I mean, the only thing that I got to say is like, oh, God, dope. Like, you got some you got some depth at a few positions. Like, that's cool. You got another linebacker in, in the – you know, got a couple linebackers in the linebacker room. That's cool. You know, you got some defensive linemen. Cool. Uh, including one of your guys from Arkansas, John Ridgeway, down in the, like – The vanilla gorilla. Down in looks like probably the fifth round maybe. Yeah, I think it was late fifth, early sixth. Okay. But, like, literally nothing about this draft jumps off the board to me. Well, I mean, I kind of like Jalen. I, I, I like Jalen Tol- uh, Tolbert from so- South Alabama, but not enough for me to praise this draft, honestly. Yeah, honestly, their best pick was Tyler Smith, and I'm pretty sure other other offensive linemen was on the board when they picked him, like Zion and people like that. Yeah. Um. So do I agree with it? Yeah. But I think if, they, if Jerry Jones, I guess, seems as knows this stuff, so we'll see. Jerry's going to be Jerry, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your teams, the Broncos, how are you feeling about their draft? I think we got great, great quality okay. in taking Nick Benito at the 64th pick. I loved that pick. Now, yes, N'Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd were still there. No, Devin Lloyd was gone. He was gone? Yeah, he went first round to Jacksonville. Now, N'Kobe was. N'Kobe okay, slipped N'K- to the N'Kobe was there. I think I thought he would probably get picked over Benito. Like, when the pick came up, I was like, this has got to be N'Kobe Dean. This right. has got to be. And then they got Nick Benito, which I really like. Um, he's big enough to, to – you can play him in a 3-4 um, on the edge, which typically is what Denver runs anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if you're playing a 4-3 or a – you know, a Tampa, you can play him at the outside rush uh, or the – not the mic, but the the left outside linebacker. Um, pretty much just bring him off the edge. Um, but yet he's still lean enough to you know, kind of drop back in coverage. Right. Um, I think the only thing that really hurt him in falling to the second round was he's not as um, agile as some of the linebackers ahead of him was. But I love the pick. The dude was an absolute tackle machine at Oklahoma. Um like the center pick, a Luke Wattenberg. Mm-hmm. But can you even see that, right? Wattenberg yeah. at yeah, 171. Wattenberg. I think that was good quality. Um, Montreal, Washington, I haven't really seen a lot from him. I just saw what, what highlights that, you know, the NFL draft popped up. Mm-hmm. But I like that pick. Uh, UCLA, the UCLA tight end, Greg Dolich, I think he'll be, I mean, pretty much is just a Noah Fant replacement. Um, hopefully something gets out of that. Um, I, I think, you know, if it was like, um, kind of like rating like what NFL.com hit. They have him as an A. I would I would probably put that maybe a B plus A minus. Um, honestly, so A A minus probably for my Denver Broncos. Um, so I mean, it is what it is. We'll you, see. You know, with a, a name like that guy with Iowa State has, you know he's gonna be a superstar. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce 100%. that name. I'm not even gonna pronounce that. All right. I'm not even gonna try. Ioma Ioma Ioma. Ua Zerki. Oh, fucking yeah. This guy does not deserve this. <laughs> yeah, we he butchered that. But okay. Moving on, moving on. The Lions. All right, so naturally, right off the bat, Aiden, amazing pick. Did you see the articles where, like, the NFL got pissed off at the Lions because of how fast they put that pick in? Mm-mm. Yeah, because, like, you know, the NFL is looking at it, It's like, hey, we're trying to run a TV show here. 
let the let the analysts have a chance to talk about Trayvon, whatever. And like literally as soon as it's the Trayvon line's like, all right, put the card in. I mean, we all knew it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, on, on the stream, we Trayvon was like, okay. I like before yeah. Roger Goodell even got to the podium, I'm sure they already handed in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Like at that like the moment he's walking up to the the podium for Trayvon Walker, me and you are just like, all right, so what's the third pick? We already yeah. we're not even worried about yeah. it. Aiden is a phenomenal pick, obviously, for the Lions, dude. That's a defensive leader for the Lions for the next ten years. I like the Jameson Williams pick, man. That they were pretty aggressive to jump up and grab him because a lot of people had him going to the Jets. I thought he was going to the Jets. I was hearing a lot of chatter at number ten. But you know, the, of course they got Garrett Wilson's a good pick there, but you know, being a, being pretty aggressive to grab up and ja- and grab Jameson, which they I mean, they needed a receiver last year. You know, they had almost nothing. You know, they had a, a rookie, St. Brown, I think was his name, who who played pretty well. But, I mean, they obviously the year before let Kenny Galladay walk. Uh, they didn't, you know, they let, I think Marvin Jones walk the same offseason. Yeah, because Marvin Jones' first year in Jacksonville was this past year. So, I mean, the Lions let their literally their two uh, top guys walk two years ago. And last year didn't do anything to really replace it. So, Jameson Williams is a good pick. I like, the, I like uh, Josh Pascal as well, the defensive tackle from Kentucky. I like that pick. Uh, I think I think the Lions, man. I think they did a really good draft. Like, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to knock. You know, they're going to finally get themselves out of the top ten next year for picks. But I think they're going to do pretty well. I can say this though: they got better. They got better. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters that's for, the Lions. for the Lions. They got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like it though. Um, um, especially since I had Jameson, my even bef- like even after the injury, I had him number one my uh, receiver on my board. Right. So, dude's electric. All right, next up, the Green Bay Packers. Um, all right, so the debacle of the draft, in my opinion. Really? I mean, only quality pick I, I really like was a Christian Watson, and you still had to trade up to get him. Yeah, they, they did. They did have to trade up. I, I will say I do like one thing about this draft quite a bit, and that is how they handled the first round. Because now, granted, do I think they should have traded up and tried to be more aggressive? Yeah, I think they should have. Because, I, I mean, one of my um, pitches that I was saying for the draft is watch that 17 spot with the Chargers. They were a team that I could have seen potentially be a trade-back partner for someone in the 20s. Well, if you go back and watch Pat McAfee's draft spectacular, uh, he had you know he got to talk to Tom Telesco, and, uh, the GM of the Chargers, and he flat out said, no, we didn't get any calls. So I feel like that could have been a spot that maybe the Packers could have jumped up. Because if they would have jumped up there, Packers could have got Traylon because Traylon went to 18. Yep. So, I mean, like, could the, could the Packers have been more aggressive to get higher to get these receivers that went, like, quick? Yes, but they since they didn't, I feel like they didn't they didn't reach is the main thing. They got positions they needed with it, a linebacker and a defensive lineman. Yeah, it was much like uh, Arizona. They got great quality for, yep. for where they were at, but I think they could have gone better by trading up and being more aggressive on spots they needed. Um, I mean, what they had, what, one, two, three, four. I mean, they had more than seven, six picks. They had, what, eight or nine, if not ten picks? I think about ten, yeah, ten or eleven. So, I mean, you could have got – you could have probably sacrificed um, some picks to, you know, trade up to get your guys. But, I mean, I I didn't watch the pack. I I haven't gone back and watched it yet. It's great. But I did hear that Aaron Rodgers specifically said that he wanted Traylon Burks. Yeah. Yep. Um, now I don't know if that was on Pat McAfee show or some it report, but was not. No, but no. What what A Rod was saying in the show is that uh, he said all throughout the draft he was getting actually he was in the loop. 
Like he was getting text messages from the guys, uh, from Matt and uh, Gunta Kuntz, however you pronounce his name. He was getting text messages. And, you know, A-Rod flat out said, yeah, I mean, all the receivers that they had as first-round grades was off the board. You know, but A-Rod said that uh, Wyatt was one that he knew that they really wanted. Uh, but they were going to try to wait for him. And, you know, obviously ended up getting him. Um, you know, the Christian Watson pick I do like quite a bit, honestly. But I will also say another guy to watch for, for Packers fans, is watch for this Romeo guy from Nevada, the wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Dude, I think this receiver, I think he, Romeo is going to be legit like a, a threat for the Packers because I feel like he fits the offensive scheme for the Packers better than Christian does. And I guess when you do look at it, I mean, I didn't see, I forgot about Romeo and I forgot about the Nebraska receiver. They got three receivers Yep. in the draft. Uh, In the, what, second? Two in the second. No, second and then fourth and then in the seventh. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I I don't think it's the worst thing in the world uh, because they didn't, you know, the main thing is they didn't reach. I think there's some solid value here. Uh, I I, I think there's some solid value here, in my opinion. Uh, Next up is the Houston Texans. NFL.com actually has them as a B grade, which is kind of interesting because I like their first two picks and both in the first round. I like their first five picks. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. John Mechie's a good pick. I like John Mechie. I like Christian Harris. You know, I like Jalen uh, as well, but safety from Baylor. Like and Even the running back out of Florida, Damian Pierce. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. he's a quality guy, too. He's a guy that you, that you can bring in on third down. Right. Or, you know, if he bulks up some, um, which I don't know exact weight or anything, but I'm pretty sure he's a smaller guy, mm-hmm. um, like height-wise. You know, bulk him up some more. He can be a third. He can be a three-down back. True. I don't actually agree with the B rating. But then again, you do have fucking Aaron Jones. So why would you need that? So No, I actually don't agree with the B grade. I actually think this would be more like a B plus, honestly. Yeah, B plus. Maybe an A, a minus, depending on like what you grade really at Jalen and John and really Christian. I think that really that middle part there kind of yeah. maybe hurts them a little bit. But, I mean, I, I liked all three of those players. Yeah, and I actually really like the Kenyon uh, Kenyon Green. I actually really like that pick there because I know at that point in the draft, I mean, you still had Zion Johnson on the board. You still had Trevor Penning on the board, Tyler Smith, Tyler Lindenbaum. But I actually like that Green pick quite a bit. Boot beast, uh, beef up your interior line right beside Lamry Tunzel. Uh, I like that pick a lot, honestly. Uh, I think the, I think Lovey Smith and Texans did pretty all right. Oh yeah. Uh, the Colts. Well, obviously, I, I do like how they, you know, for the NFL.com, they have their day one grade as a D because naturally, the because the Carson Wentz trade, their first round pick went for Carson Wentz. So shout out to that. Uh, all right, so this is a. Uh, the Colts did their best. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Pretty much. I mean, like, all right, look, I will say I love uh, Alec Pierce. I love that pick. Wide receiver from Cincinnati. I love that one. After that, like, uh, Bernhard Ryman liked that pick a lot as well because he was being projected for a lot of first-round drafts. So I like that pick. Um, uh, Woods tied in from Virginia. I wish I could say more on him. I don't. I, I I couldn't tell you much about him at the moment, but I do like the Ryman pick, the Pierce pick, and I also like the Brooks pick uh, down there in the later rounds. But I mean, they they did the best they could. But Alec Pierce, that's that's the massive dub. I would agree. I really like the Bernard Ryman pick at seventy seven. So I mean, this is what late second, right? Early third? No, yeah, that'd be third. That'd be third. So yeah, that's yeah, it's early third, early and, third. I mean, and. I mean, Alex and uh, Tyler had him in the first round. Yeah, late, late so. first, late first, man. I, I like, I like that kid. But 
Uh, next up, the Jacksonville Duval Jaguars, my second favorite team. Uh, I actually like this pick, bro. Uh, I like I like this lineup that we got, be- uh, mostly because I like how we traded back up to get Devin Lloyd, who slipped down. You know, Trayvon Walker. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a fine player, but he's. I would have still preferred Aiden. He's not Aiden. That's the bottom line. I think Trayvon will be fine. I just don't think he's going to be. When we look back on it, it's going to like I view Trayvon Walker like one of those like. Like a Jadavion Clowney. He went first overall. He's a good player, but he's not like a first overall superstar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, look at like a Miles Garrett who went first overall. That's a fucking superstar. Jadavion Clowney was never that and will never be that. And that's kind of how I feel towards Trayvon. Yeah, he's just not that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, Trayvon is, is like what we were talking about. He's kind of like a wait and see type of guy. Right. Yep. Why pick him at one when you could have a for sure Aiden Hutchinson when yep. you're like you know what he's gonna do on the field. Yep. But I mean, I guess they just like Trayvon happier. I mean, I like the trade back up to uh, get Devin at 27. We needed that. Um. So really surprised that he fell that that far back. Um. I like the center pickup. I from, love from that Luke. one. Yeah, we need um, that one. Um. And then I love the running back pickup from Snoop Con- Snoop Connor. From uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, and then back to back Arkansas guys, right? Yeah, Picked tell up. me, tell me about this Arkansas corner. Yeah, so Monteric Brown led, uh, either led or tied the lead for SEC in their interceptions and pass breakups last year. Okay, so he's a solid corner, especially at your two three spot. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to shut down those type of receivers, and most of the time in the SEC, he was going up against the number one guys, right? Um, with uh, Fouché not really performing the way he should have. Uh, last year, and then um, Jalen Catalan going down. Monteric was our guy that stepped up and guarded, you know, your Jamison Williams and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I mean, he has potential of being a, a great shutdown corner, much like what Cam Curl is right now for the Commanders. Um, I love that pick, especially in the seventh round mm-hmm. or sixth round. Absolutely absurd. I thought he was going to go more in the, like, the uh, early fifth, late fourth. Because I, I, I really like Monteric Brown. But then again, he is from Arkansas. And then, of course, you get a Washington Baptist guy, corner uh, Gregory Jr. Can't say anything about him. <laughs> Not me. So, Do you know anything? Because I don't. I know a little bit. Um, I know he's a Little Rock guy. Went to Washington Baptist. Haven't seen much tape on him, okay. uh, unfortunately. Same. But, I mean, I hear good things. Um, shout out to Chris Goodman. He, he knows a little bit more about him than I do. But um, I like those two picks. You gave you give me a lot more uh, faith in uh, in, in the in, the, uh, in Brown. You know, you give me some confidence. Looking forward to seeing what he's going to do for the for the Duval Jaguars. And y'all signed um, what's it, Grant Morgan, mm-hmm. linebacker from Arkansas, to I an unrestricted free agent contract. Yep, yep. Um, little undersized for a linebacker. A uh, little too heavy or a little too short to be an edge. Don't know where he's going to fit in, but hopefully he does well for you. Uh, next up. Kansas City Chiefs, yo, say it up front. I love their first four picks so fucking much. I love their because like their first four picks, dude, addresses so many holes they had. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had Trent McDuffie, twenty-one overall, love that one. You had Purdue edge rusher George Kaloftis at number thirty. You had Sky Moore at number fifty-four, wide receiver from Western Michigan who can fill the role of like a Tyreek Hill, and then Byron uh, uh, Cook. Uh, safety from Cincinnati at sixty-two, and even beyond that, I mean, they got good picks. I like the uh, I like the lineman from Kentucky. 
Uh, a lot of DB help, obviously. There's a lot of DBs here I'm looking at. Yeah, but, you got safety Brian Cook. Yeah. You got Joshua Williams, Florida State, or Fayetteville State. You got uh, Nazia Johnson. And Jalen Watson, cornerback from Washington. Yeah. Washington State. But I, I love the first four picks. I especially love the Sky Moore pick. I'm a big, I'm a massive fan of that pick. Yeah, top four picks for me is solidify them as an A. And I think what really helps him, I love that Kentucky offense tackle, uh, Darian. Uh, mm. I liked him. He's a, he's a. If I'm not mistaken, he's a more of an agile tackle, right? Yeah, a little yeah. bit more lean, mm-hmm. able to pull quite well. So, could be a good thing. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, next up is the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels' first draft as the Raiders head coach. Uh, you know, naturally, they did not have uh, some, you know, some of their first picks because of the, the Devonte Adams trade. So this is a situation of you do the best with what you got. Uh, I mean, nothing really jumps out at me except I do like the Dylan pick, uh, Dylan Par- Parham. You know, the offensive guard from Memphis. You know, he was going to be projected like a second to third round kind of guy. You know, I feel like he could be a pretty decent interior lineman for him. But after that, nothing overly jumps out at me. You know, that's really the main thing. I mean, I, I mean, Zamar White running back from Georgia. I mean, I like that, but. You know, especially since they've uh, now declined the fifth-year option for Josh Jacobs, which understandable. You know, you give you take up that fifth-year option, I think you're going to be paying him like a top ten running back, which he's not. Um, so I understand declining it, but uh, I mean, I don't know. Nothing really jumps out. I mean, NFL.com has him great as an A minus. I, I don't know if I'd go that high though. Yeah, I wouldn't go that high. I would go B, B plus maybe. Um, I think they just kind of did. What they could, yeah. Did, honestly, did the best that they could. Yeah, yeah. Not much to talk about on that one. Uh, the Chargers. Uh, next up, um, let's see. You know, I I still love the Zion pick. You know, because this is two years in a row they have been solidifying the offensive line in the first round last year. They got Rashawn Slater, who is an absolute stud and superstar Pro Bowler already in his first year. I think he got second team All Pro if I remember correctly, as a rookie. Now you got Zion Johnson to put beside him. Uh, I like the Spiller pick uh, to back up um, Austin Eckler. I almost forgot his name there. Uh, I also like the the Georgia guard picks. Um, how do you pronounce his last name? Jamari Slaver. Slaver. Slayer. Is it Slayer or Slaver? Is it? I think Sl- it's Slayer. 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 Sawyer. 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 It's S-A-L-Y-E-R. Sawyer. Sawyer. Okay. We are, we are incredible at names. <laughs> butchering everything it, this is part of the charm all right it's part of the charm uh but no i mean i like i like the i like the focus on the and interior really, offensive and line. also the two cornerbacks in uh, late rounds true uh wake forest jc uh jasir taylor and mm-hmm. uh leonard yeah dean leonard mm-hmm. from Mississippi, Ole miss yeah give some extra depth to that secondary alongside uh jc jackson who and they really, just signed and honestly i like them taking two cornerbacks back to back because really at this point all you really need is one cornerback to hit right yeah yeah so um i do like the safety pick jt woods as well you know i feel like that could be some good uh some good depth there as well uh potential starter on the opposite of Derwin James. I don't remember who their other safety is. So, I mean, really he's going to probably just be kind of like a flex in, but I like that pick though. I mean, it's just a lot of depth, man. I like, I like, I like their lineup. It's always good to get depth. Uh, Next up the Rams, you know, naturally they are the team who get, you know, it's like who gives a fuck about draft picks. You know, we've seen that plenty of times. So this is another situation. They did the best they could. Uh, Nothing. I'll be honest and upfront. Nothing about this draft horribly jumps out at me. You know, they, they did the best with what they had. 
You know, that's that's my main take on it. Literally, there's no one here that's just like, that's a fucking amazing pick. I yeah. think they just got a lot of good quality. That's the thing. Agreed. All right, let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. Poor Mike McDaniel, bro. <laughs> he didn't have anything to mess with. I mean, Four picks. This is what happens when you get Tyreek Hill, though. So, I mean, I guess you can't terribly complain. They take a quarterback? Yep, Skylar Thompson, late, late draft. That's like, what, seventh? Yeah, seventh round. Seventh round. Yeah, yeah, you're grabbing a guy. I mean, dude, there's nothing to talk about here. I mean, I, I do like Channing. I do like Channing, uh, I, I, you know, the linebacker from Georgia. Uh, but after that, I mean, <laughs> what can you talk I, about? They have four picks. I really like the Texas Tech receiver. I okay, mean, I, I've Eric. seen some. I've seen some highlights from him. Um, I don't know too much about him, but from what I've seen from him, he's pretty electric. So, mm-hmm. all right, we'll take that. Uh, Minnesota Vikings they actually had a decent amount of picks here. Oh. Um, yeah, they they did they did go um, DBs first two picks. Andrew Booth, who slipped out of the first, they grabbed him in the second. Like that one, still of the draft. Yeah. So that so is that your number one steal? Because I, I think that's I, a damn good steal. I think it's either Booth or Dean. Who, oh. I, it's one of them too. Like they're like, I'm sorry, but I, that's what I'm going with. I, I mean, that's fair, bro. I mean, Andrew Booth was a guy that I had him in every mock draft in the first round. Like this is a first round talent. Uh, Lewis, uh, is it seen or sign? I think it's I think it's seen. Seen. Okay, this is a guy. You know that was sneaking up in a lot of uh, fir- first round mocks here towards uh, up approaching the draft. You know, good safety pickup there to put alongside Harrison Smith, Andrew Booth. Good, good corner pick there that you need. I mean, that is honestly probably that's easily one of the top steals of the draft. That and Nicobe Dean are probably the tops in my opinion. Honestly, I would also I would also throw into the argument Devin Lloyd to steal as well because that dude was projected potentially go as high as seven, yep. and you know, he slipped down to twenty seven. Andrew Booth is a fucking absolute steal. You know, you Tyler Linda Rome has to be in there too. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, at one point he was projected to go as high as number eleven to Washington, and he slipped down to what was it twenty. Four, I think it's when Ravens got him. So, I mean, that's a steal as well. Uh, I like a lot of these picks, man. I like the uh, Oklahoma linebacker quite a bit. Uh, Brian Osamoa, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, Ed Ingram, offensive guard from LSU. I like that pick as well. I got that one in this. They got that one in the second round. I dig that. Um, Ty Chandler, running back from North Carolina, put behind Dalvin Cook. Enjoy that one as well. Uh, the offensive tackle from Illinois, low, uh, to give a little extra depth. I, I, I like what the Vikings did, personally. Mostly because of the, the couple steals they got. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> what kind of hurts um, What kind of hurts Dallas's draft? Man, Linderbaum right there at, what, 22 or 23 or whatever they had? Yeah, I think so. And they took the wrong Tyler. Shout out to Brady. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they did. They took the wrong Tyler. They could have got Linderbaum. He which, could have been the next Travis is, Frederick. Was, yeah, exactly. That's what we were all pointing, that they really yep. need something to, for that interior, and they just fucking debacled it. So, hey, we'll see. Yeah. Like the Vikings, though. Like the Vikings did quite a bit. Uh, next up, the Patriots. <laughs> this one's a C-plus on NFL.com. Look, they they got a lot of they got a lot of depth. All right, let's go ahead and say Honestly, that. Honestly, I like the only two picks I really like from them, uh, only because I don't – well, I like the Baylor receiver, too. Um, but honestly, uh, Pierre Strong and Bailey Zappi, See, two yeah. picks that were like, boom. Because I think Zappi's going to show out in the preseason and they're going to trade him and he's going to be playing somewhere else, honestly. See, that's what but, I think. 
Yeah. I, I like the zappy pick because it's like, oh, dope, you got picked in, like, what, the fourth or fifth round? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, why has it got to be the fucking Patriots? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, you don't even have an aging QB. Like, I mean, yeah, that's probably going to be the situation you just pitched. But come on, bro. Could go anywhere else. Like, what are you doing? Um, the Cole Strange pick is still just as his last name is. Strange. Like, ooh, that's – I just feel like that's a reach. But at the same time, I can't help but to feel like this guy's about to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> it, it just comes down to Bel- Belichick not giving a shit about anything and no. just wanting – like, knowing the guys that he wants and goes out and gets them. Yeah, that's all it is. That's what it comes down to. I can't help but to feel like Cole Strange is about to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, True. I just can't, I can't help but to feel that way because it's just such a strange pick. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's a decent draft, man. I oh, mean, and also Pierre Strong uh, from Arkansas. He's from uh, oh, really? McClellan huh? High School. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? I remember I remember you talking about that at yep. one point. All right, cool. Uh, next up, uh, the Saints. Again, this is a situation. You, you do the best with what you got. Uh, they had two first-round picks. So that's that's kind of the big thing, uh, which, you know, they even moved up to get Chris Olave. like that pick. They needed, they needed another receiver. Trevor Penning, I like that. I like that pick as well for two reasons. Number one, you addressed a very important need at tackle because you let Taron Armstead up all pro pro bowler walk away, which I'll shout he played at UAPB. Uh, and then you don't reach for a quarterback. You know, because there was a lot of people thinking they were going to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, even you know they've got Jameis, they've got Taysom Hill, which yeah, they've already now said Taysom Hill is going to be more like a tight end, whatever. They don't have the guy, at least as we now assume. So a lot of people were thinking they were going to potentially get Malik or Kenny. They didn't reach. They got Trevor Penning, who was an absolute dog in the fucking Senior Bowl and the everything leading up. That dude was a freak. Love love those picks. After that. Eh, you got value, I guess. <laughs> I think uh, just watch for them to tank. Go after CJ next year. Oh, CJ or Bryce? There's actually a lot of quarterbacks next year. I was looked. I was taking a look at that. I mean, you got Bryce potentially. You got CJ. You have Will Levis from Kentucky. Tyler Van Dyke. If he comes out, please don't come out. Tyler Van Dyke, stay in Miami for a few years. KJ Jefferson. I mean, dude, there's a lot of. I was seeing uh, the Stanford quarterback uh, slipping up into some first rounds as well, and I'm just like, yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to do some research on him. I don't remember his name, but uh, yeah, they they could be tanking. I mean, Jamie's could go his uh, trademark thirty for thirty again. You know, thirty picks, thirty interceptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do like the first two picks quite a bit, especially the Trevor Penning pick. Uh, the Giants. This, uh, now this is a this is a draft. This yeah, is this is a draft. I mean, I feel like they 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 nailed it on the first two picks. You know, I feel like they could have gone uh, Akeem at fifth and still gotten Cave on at seventh. That was what was on all my mock drafts for the longest time. Uh, but I like the Evan Neal pickup at seven. Uh, I like the Robinson pickup, wide receiver from Kentucky in the second round. Wondell Robinson. Yep. Uh, you got a good guard in the uh, right at the beginning of the third as well from North Carolina. Uh, I think the Giants, you know, I think they did a lot of things right in this draft. I, I like that tied into uh, Daniel Bellinger. Oh, yeah, from San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, yeah, I, I did get to check out some tape on him. Dan, you know, he looks like he could be a potential stud for him. I think the Giants did a lot of things right in this draft, honestly. Yep. And anybody, anybody named McFadden, I'm going to be a fan of. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. The Jets. Uh this is one of the best drafts in, in this in this year. 
Like yeah. I'm I, like, bro, your first four picks, you are it's like you're an A plus plus. I mean, you fucking nail it with your first four and then picks. Even then grabbing the Ohio State uh tight end Germany or is that Ruckert? Yeah, yeah Ruckert. Ruckert. Yeah. Like like this is probably the best for me, Michael, this is the best the one. Texas A M Michael Clemens defensive end from Texas A M and the like that's fifth. That's, yeah, that's yeah. insane. Like, bro, this is the best draft, in my opinion. Jets fans, you might have something to be excited about if fucking Zach Wilson can figure his shit out. <laughs> that's what all it comes down to, is seeing if Zach Wilson's going to be the guy. Which, that's, I think that's the only thing that hurts them. They've only got one offensive lineman in the draft. The, uh, and that is true, because there was a lot of questions about Makai Becton, and there still well, two. is. Oh, yeah, one, one. Yeah. I'm tripping, one. You know, they got uh, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round last year as well. So you got, like, Makai and um, Elijah Vera Tucker that could be your studs, but you need some more O-line help. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought they could have gone potentially O-line in the first round, just depending on who was there. But, I mean, I think they fucking nailed it with their first four picks. I mean, you got Sauce Gardner, you know, so, you know, which – you know, it's because Stingley, you know, went third. And I think if even if they both would have been on the board, I feel like it would have still been Sauce Gardner. I feel like he fits what um, – damn, forgot. I'm drawing a blank on the head coach's name. But Dayball. Is it not, no, it's not no, Dayball. That's Giants. That's Giants. Damn. God, I don't remember his name. But, you know, he was the San Fran defense coordinator. So, I feel like Sauce Gardner, you know, fits more of, like, what Richard Sherman did for him. You know, Garrett Wilson, I like that pick playmaker. And then Jermaine Johnson had a hell of a fall. You know, hell of a fall. I hit that fucking bet. Let's go. Uh, and then Brees Hall, of course, trading up, snagging him. Love that pick. I, I love the. I love what the Jets did. I, I straight up. Too. They they got, they got a whole lot better. Whole lot better. Uh, next up, the Eagles. This is also one of the best drafts, and they only had five picks. But Jesus Christ, and three of them went defense. <laughs> like, bro. Dude, the, I, good picks, though. I mean, they got Jordan Davis. They traded up to get over Baltimore to grab Jordan Davis. Cam Jurgens, man, I love this center. And I actually saw a tidbit where um, when the pick was made, Jason Kelsey was in the middle of, like, a, like a live stream with, with someone, whatever, when the pick was made. And, like, the guy was just like, uh, oh, it's Cam Jurgens." Ooh, center! Like, like, yeah. He didn't realize it was a center at first, and then Jason's like, "No, it's all good." You know, like Eagles have been consulting me for the past couple of years about the centers coming out and stuff because he's open and honest. Like, hey, I'm I could retire like this year. Like, this could be it for me. It's like they're looking for my replacement, and yeah, he, uh, he said that Cam Jurgens is like easily in his in his opinion the best center in this draft, even over Tyler. Wow. So Cam Cam Jurgens man is getting a lot of praise from an All Pro Pro Bowl center with Jason Kelsey. So I'm looking forward to. See what Cam's gonna do, and then of course Nakobe fucking Dean. I mean, yeah, third round, third, third I or fourth. Mean, I that, mean, come you, on, you pair him with his college teammate Jordan Davis. I know, and then Dude. managed to get his ass in the third round. I know, absolutely absurd. Uh, you know, the, I I saw someone where it's just like you know, the, you know, the reason you know where it's like the guy. I think it was, I think it might have been Dan Orlowski. I could be wrong. Where he's just like people are saying that Nakobe Dean was able to do the things that he was able to do because he had Jordan Davis in front of him. Well, guess what? He still got Jordan Davis in front of him, <laughs> yep. so he's gonna be able to do the things For that he sure. can do. And uh, Fletcher Cox, like, I know, now. dude, Nicobe Dean's going to fucking live his best life. Uh, next up, the Steelers. Um, so now that we've had a few days to kind of uh, digest and stuff, how are we feeling about the Kenny Pickett pick? I like it. I, I do, mean, too. I had this on my very first mock draft and my second one, I believe. Um, I didn't have them taking Malik until my 3.0, maybe 4.0. No, 3.0 I had him going to. Yeah, so literally two of my, of my four mock drafts, I had them taking Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I gotta say, I am not a fan of the Pickens pick at George all. George Pickens, it's it's like 
It's like Pittsburgh likes taking troublemakers yeah, at the wide receiver position. You know, you already went through this bullshit with Antonio Brown. You went through not necessarily like bad drama, but a distraction with Juju. And now you're getting Pickens, who once again has an attitude problem. And kind of Claypool's kind of molding that way. Yeah, right? yeah. So. It's just like it's it's just they have they have a theme. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So I'm not a fan of that pick, but I do like Connor Hayward, little brother to Cam Hayward, the longtime defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the team right now. Oh so, wow! Yeah, brothers playing together. Love that. That's that's pretty dope. Uh, so I like that pick quite a bit. And they I, also take take a quarterback in the last. Yep. They take two quarterbacks. That's yep. what, I think that's what hurts them, in my opinion. You can't take two quarterbacks in one draft. Hey, uh, someone's got to go <laughs> in that room right now. Especially since I have no idea who that is. I mean, well, yeah, dude, South Dakota State. He was lighting it up. Yeah, he was. Uh, I also like the D lineman from Texas A and M as well, the Marvin Leal. I like that pick as well. I like, honestly. Everything besides um, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, the, my favorite Pickett as they had is Calvin Austin. You know, out of, yo, that's fair, dude. Calvin, Calvin, I think could be electric for him, but uh, it's just Pickens, man. Pickens knocks them great. Like, like it's it's sad for me to sit here and say that one single pick really knocks some points down because I just I don't like that pick at all. Uh, next up, San Fran. Uh, they didn't have a first-round pick, um, which I think was because of what? Still the Trey Lance trade, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Still, yeah, from the year before. Okay. Uh, first pick they got was Drake Jackson, uh, edge rusher from USC. And this is a guy that, for some people, were kind of slipping into some late first. So grabbing him at the end of the second round, I think, is pretty good value there. Uh, also, like Mr. Irrelevant, uh, Brock Purdy being in that room, you know, back behind Trey Lance. I like that pick as well. Other than that, I mean, you just got a lot of one, once we keep harping on it, but it's important. Uh, you got a lot of depth. That's the main thing. You got a lot of depth across the board. I'm glad they actually got a running back. So now they're not pulling people from the stands to play running back for them. Yeah. Um, Tyron, Tyron, David Price or Davis Price. I like him at LSU. Um, he killed Arkansas, uh, for a lot of yards. Um, SMU receiver, Danny Gray. I like that pickup. I think it's quality. Um, and then, uh, Brock Purdy, of course. Uh, I mean, it's Brock Purdy. Come on now. Yeah, true, true. Fucking goat. Uh, next up, your other team, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, how you feeling about this draft? Because I got to say, like, bro, the first five picks are fucking phenomenal. The fact that this is a C-plus on NFL.com baffles the fuck out of me. I agree. And then really, even the Ohio State edge, uh, Tyreek Smith, I, I was a big fan of. Um, so really, five. Of, I mean, I loved our draft. I mean, yeah, I didn't necessarily get players that we that I thought we needed or wanted. But, I mean, you get Boye Mafe uh, early in the second, mm-hmm. which... I had a first round grade on him in my uh, yep. last uh, dra- uh, draft. Yep. Um, Kenneth Walker, um, arguably the best running back in the class. I had Brees Hall number one, but everybody else had Kenneth Walker at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, he went first. Uh, I think he was, was the first running back off the no, board. No, it was Brees. It was Brees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, great quality there at 40 and 41. And then Charlie Cross, who people were arguing probably the best tackle in the draft. Yeah. Um, getting him at nine. So, and how are you feeling about Kobe Bryant? Because that's a guy that you were really high on. Oh, I fucking love that. Yeah, like I, I as, as soon as I saw that, I'm just like, oh, I bet Shane's fucking. Oh yeah, punk. I was in there watching. I was in there watching. Uh, I think I was playing. I, th- I think I might have been playing Madden while watching the draft on my other monitor, and um, 
I saw that pick come out. I was like, fuck yes. I love that pick. I've been a big Kobe Bryant fan ever since uh, the end or the playoffs. And then they kept replaying that stat that he didn't allow a touchdown. Yeah. Um, in his final year college, which it's just crazy. They had two cornerbacks not allow a touchdown <laughs> that entire year, which is nuts. Sauce Island and Brian Island, I guess. <laughs> uh, next up, the Bucks. Uh, they did have a first round pick. They they traded back. Uh, they got the first pick of the second round where they got Houston defensive end Logan Hall, who could have gone first round. Uh, they did address some uh, O-linemen there with the Central Michigan guard, which they did need to do since their starting offensive guard, Ali Marpet, retired. Um, got a running back from Arizona State, Richard White. I like that one. I also like the, the tight end, Kate, uh, Kate Oten. Uh, from Washington, I like that pick as well. He also got another tight end, yeah. Co Kaif, Kaifed, Kaifed from yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, I, I think I think the Tampa Bay did a pretty pretty decent uh, draft here, but nothing like completely jumps out at me or like blows me away necessarily. But it's like, oh, yeah, it's not bad. That's kind of how I feel about it though. Yeah, same. Um, I like the LSU linebacker uh, Anthony. He played some meaningful snaps for them. Um, other than that, like yeah, I agree. I think they they filled spots where they needed to fill spots. They got a backup for um, Leonard for one, yep. and then also who was their other running back that they had oh, last year? Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. And they all said Lashawn McCoy, but it never did a thing. Really? Yep. Didn't know that. Well, that well was it last year? They either had Lashawn. They had Lashawn McCoy in their Super Bowl run, and he like didn't play at all. <laughs> He was just on the team. But he got a ring. <laughs> he got a ring. Uh, all right, we got two teams left. Uh, Tennessee Titans next up. Uh, how, how, you know that we've had days to sit on it. How are you feeling about Burks going to the Titans? Um, you were pumped up at the time. Are you still pumped? I, I am. Um, I, I was watching videos. Literally, if you look at Titans, uh, if you look at their Twitter or their Facebook or YouTube, I, I was paying attention, which is funny because I was watching uh, Lock. Locked on Titans on YouTube, mm-hmm. like do like a weekly podcast or whatever, daily podcast. And I tuned in like two weeks ago, and literally the first and the whole reason why I clicked clipped on clicked on the the video was because they said uh, my best receiver in the draft, and it had a picture of Traylon Burks, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much saying like, "Hey, Titans are super high on this kid. Um, if he's available at where they're going to take him, at I think at the time it was like twenty six or twenty seven, but they ended up trading up." To get him at 18. Um, and that's phenomenal. Um, then we got to, of course, talk about Malik. Grabbing Malik in the third round. Have you seen all that the backlash from Ryan Tannehill? Yes. He is salty as fuck. And it really irritated me, too, because Traylon, it was like two days after the draft. This was like, so this was like Saturday. And um, Traylon had, a, a, you know, his press conference, his introductory press conference. And he was pretty much like, hey, you know, like I'm looking forward to getting in contact with Ryan Tannehill and getting linked with him on what he's looking for and how we can match up. And he's like, oh, you haven't talked to Ryan Tannehill yet? And he's like, yeah, he hasn't contacted me yet. And this was two, three days after the draft. And then Ryan, Ryan and Tannehill then, claims he called Malik immediately after and congratulated him. Yep. And then, but yet he comes out and interviewed today, and Ryan, or was it today or yesterday that Ryan Tannehill said, well, I'm not going to be mentoring him, but if he learns something from me, then I'll take that as a positive. Right, yeah. So I was like, dude, you're f- <laughs> he's salty. salty as shit. Yeah, <laughs> bro, he's salty because he knows it's his replacement, which, you know, Ryan Tannehill is a serviceable starter. He's not a superstar. So that's the bottom line. So I, I, I get the move. It makes sense. 
uh, you know, the main thing about this draft is, is, is Burks. You know, Burks, to me, was the third best receiver in this draft, in my opinion. It For me personally, it was Drake London. I really liked Olave, honestly, and then Burks. Those were my top three for the longest time. Like, and then after that, it'd be like Garrett Wilson would be my next one. Um, so I, I love, I love this pick. You know, as the last receiver taken in the first round, I mean, Tennessee might have gotten potentially the best receiver in the first round yeah. when it all is fit and done. I agree. Um, as long as he, I guess, put what people were worried about is just his weight, right? Because mm-hmm. he's sitting at what two twenty five at six two, so. I mean, as long as he's able to keep that down, which I think he will. Um, he's always been a disciplined receiver at Arkansas, and people were worried about his breakaway speed. But, I mean, you can literally put on tape and see him run away from, from corners after yeah, catching yeah. the ball. So, not worried about that at all. But moving on, I like Malik Willis' uh, quality pick right there. <coughs> like I said, I had him my best quarterback in, in my uh, rankings. And then Hassan uh, Haskins. I mean, I had him probably top 10 running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to get him at 131, I like that pick as well. Yeah. And Theo Jackson, too. I like him, too. Yeah. I, I think overall, Titans had a really phenomenal draft, you know, top to bottom. I mean, trading away A.J. Brown, who is, like, solidified, you know what you're getting out of him. That sucks, but you're literally getting another receiver who can be another A.J. Brown. So I think that's the kind of the main takeaway. And then also Malik Willis, uh, I like the Haskins pick as well. I think overall Titans did pretty well. All right, finishing things up with the Washington Commanders. Uh, the I got th- I got three picks that immediately jump off the board. Number one is going to be Jahan Dotson, obviously. I think Jahan Dotson is honestly a little underrated. He went first round, but I feel like he's a little underrated, honestly. Like, I, and I think that people are going to be proven wrong that he is that he shouldn't be underrated. I also like the Sam Howell pick uh, at one forty four, and I actually love the Nevada tight end, Colt Turner. Those those are the three picks that really jump out at me the most. Brian Robinson's a good pick as well. I think the, I think the commanders, I think they did pretty solid. Yeah, I think uh, NFL.com kind of screwed commanders. I think uh, yeah. I, I'll probably put them as an A- draft. Um, I think they got, you know, quality quarterback Sam Howell's probably going to be, uh, is it Carson Wentz? Yeah, replacement Carson, yeah, Carson Wentz. And they still got Tyler Haneke as well. Yeah, they'll, he'll be traded away at some point. Yeah. Um, but... Especially if a quarterback gets hurt. Yeah. But um, in my opinion, anyways. I mean, I had somehow my third best quarterback in the draft um, behind Malik and uh, Pickett. So, for, to get him at 144, which I kept I kept watching the draft. And, like, Denver, or not Denver, uh, Seattle kept going through. I was like, okay, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Oh. And then other teams, I'm like, Sam Howell's got to go here. And then I saw Matt Crowell get taken. I was like, bro, what is going on? Right, right. But, yeah, uh, I would agree. Those four picks, Cole Turner, Sam Howell, Brian Robinson, Johan Dotson, um, stellar picks. Uh, who do you think had the, the best draft? Is it you just going to say Jets or Eagles maybe? Because, I mean, I feel like the Jets, I mean, I'm telling you, bro, like those first four picks alone knock it out of the park. You know, I feel like the Eagles did really uh, good, really awesome as well. Uh, I, I don't know who did the worst. Like that's the thing. Like there, I I really don't know who did the worst. That's tough. Uh, probably the. I'm gonna say this, and I know it's gonna bite me in the ass, but I think it's gonna be the Patriots for me. I feel like theirs is the worst one, but it's the Patriots. I I'm scared to say that. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Belichick to come at me in my sleep. I think just lack of 
quantity. I'm going to say Dolphins. And that's fair. It's lack of quantity, and the picks they made were very subpar at that. Uh, but I, I, I personally think the Jets and the Eagles are the best. But you know what? I, you know, call me biased, but I also got to give a shout-out to the Bears. I mean, you come into this draft with six picks, and you turn around with 11. I mean, I don't care who the fuck you are. That's impressive. I, I, like, what, I like what we did here this year. But uh, I think the Jets are probably the best one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles. Um, I'm just so highly on Nickobe Dean. In order to get him so late, uh, and then compare uh, pair him with his college teammate Jordan Davis, I I can't fight that at all. Right, right. That's that. That is a great point. I would say the Jets is my number one. Eagles my number two, and probably the Bears number three. Just because I just because of the, the turnaround in in quantity. You know, and just got a lot of depth. But, I mean, that, that is a big thing right there to have Jordan Davis and Kobe on the same team in the NFL. I would go Eagles, Jets. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Um, Chiefs and leader Trayvon. Uh, you were pretty high on the on the Texans. Yeah, I was. Um, I really like what they did with. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm actually gonna give Texans number three spot, Shout out to and the then, Texans. then I would put Bears four, Eight. um, and then to round out the top five as far as quality, I would say Packers, Seahawks, um, or where are they actually, at? you know what, the Cowboys might have had the worst draft. Cowboys are up there. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, the Cowboys might um, have had the worst. The Browns draft. are up there too, in yeah. my opinion. Um. Bills are up there for a top five for me. And I think, but I'm going to have to give it to the Ravens. Yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, I think Ra- I'm going to I'm I'm give the Ravens the four or five spot. Um, Raven. To be able to steal players like Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Linderbaum, Ojobu, um, all with their top three picks, mm-hmm. and still manage to get a player like Travis Jones, um, Alabama cornerback, uh, Amar Davis, um, right. and Iowa State tight end uh, Charlie Kohler. And the Penn State punter, Jordan Stout? Actually, I'm going to make the Ravens my number one. Ravens, Jets, Eagles, Bears, and probably the Packers will be my top five for me personally. And then the worst is the Patriots and the Cowboys, in my opinion. But Browns. Fair. <laughs> um, let's look at some of these free agents just real quick. We won't dive too much into it. Uh, Tyron Matthew did get signed by the Saints, which – not no, not surprised there. That's one of those situations where they weren't able to grab a safety they liked. But out of all these free agents on the board, um, who are some of the first ones that you could see go? Because I know one of the big ones is going to be these wide receivers. You know, you know the Packers is one that could potentially make a play. The Bears could potentially make a play for a veteran wide receiver. You know, who are some of these uh, uh, free agents that you see going off the board pretty quick now that draft has passed? I think after I – mean, it's going to be receivers. So you're looking yeah. at players like Odell – um, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller, Will Fuller, J- Julio Jones, mm-hmm. um, players like that, and then you're probably gonna start seeing corners come off the board, um, and then linebackers, uh, defensive ends, um, Rob Winkowski. I mean, that, that's he's really listed, bad. but I bet he's pretty much done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's yeah. Fucking, yeah. I'm um, surprised Anthony Barr's still a free agent, honestly. Yeah, same. Um, I think Julio, in my opinion, is still a fucking lock for Indianapolis. It's got to be. You right? can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> like, he's going to Indy. 
Uh, J.C. Treader, uh, center. I actually that's one that I actually would like to see come to Chicago personally. And when it comes to Chicago as well, the wide receiver that I would love to see us get is Jarvis. But I know it's not going to happen because at this point, Jarvis wants to go to a contender. So the most likely receiver that I could see us get, I don't have listed here, but it'd be like a Keelan Cole or D.D. Westbrook, both actually from Jacksonville. Uh, those are guys that I could see coming to Chicago, potentially maybe a Will Fuller, maybe. But the problem with Will Fuller is when he's healthy, he's fine. But the problem is he's never fucking healthy. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I think the Packers are going to be in play for Will Fuller because they almost traded for him last year. So I think the Packers could be in, in play for Will Fuller. Odell, I don't fucking know where Odell's going. I think Odell's. I think he's pretty much a lock to go back to go to go to New Orleans or back to Cleveland. One of those two. Because I I feel like the Rams one is kind of burned now after the drama he started starting with Cam Akers. Did you see about that? Mm-hmm. So I I feel like he may be burning that bridge with the Rams. Yeah, I think Odell's pretty much he's going to go to Saints or he's going to resign with the Browns. Um, as far as Jarvis, I think his number one landing spot right now has got to be somebody like um, Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay would be a great spot for him. I I could see him going to Green um, Bay. Maybe Denver if we're willing to spend spend the money, something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, no, and you're going to start seeing some of these guys go kind of quick. I did see. I want to shout this out that uh, now that the draft has passed, Ryan Poles has reached out to Akeem Hicks and trying to mend that bridge because that bridge got kind of burned with the last regime and Akeem Hicks, who's been a captain for us on the D line for multiple years now. Uh, so I'm ho- I'm hoping that bridge does get mended because I still feel like Akeem Hicks could have a lot of value for us in that D lines. So I really hope that one happens. Um, what about Trey? Where do you where do you see Trey going? Do you have any predictions on that? Any hopes? Obviously, your hope would be one of your squads. Yeah, but. <laughs> of course, especially a team like you know Seattle that needs it, uh, Denver that needs it. But um, uh, honestly, there's so many teams right now that needs that position. True, that it's a is this going to be uh, who can offer the most money, right? right. So, and it's also going to be the same thing for a couple of these linemen that are still on the board, like the Dwayne Brown tackle. It's just you know, as well as Eric Fisher. It's like who's going to need uh, a solid or Riley Reef, another one I see down there. Uh, who's going to need a solid like starting tackle, depending on how their draft came out. You know, that's going to still be something that you'd be addressed. But now, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how things play out over the next couple of weeks. Um, we won't get to chat about it for a little while. You know, again, this is our last episode until sometime mid June, I would probably say, and then also mid July we'll put out an episode. But uh, I think that's about it, though. Yeah, I mean, how you feeling? You feeling good? Pretty good. Um, this is the boring part of our job, right? Yeah. When it comes to 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 sports podcasting, it's going to be the boring area. But or to football podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, because as long as I'm the host of this show, it will remain a football podcast because I just don't have enough passion to talk about the other sports. That's fine. I just don't, man. I follow it so loosely. I have teams I root for. Like, you know, right now in the playoffs, we got my Celtics I'm rooting for. We got my Kings in the hockey in NHL. But, I mean, I could barely name players off both these teams. Just like I root for them from a distance. I don't, I don't like hard, you know, harp on it like I'm some, like some mega fan because I know I'm not. But man, I just don't have a hard passion for other sports. I gotta say sports because you know Tyler being there saying random shit. So. Bro, this dude follows so much random stuff. Like you know, he follows golf religiously, tennis religiously. I'm like, how do you do this? I don't understand. Hey, don't get me wrong, I, I follow all sports. Tennis, I don't really follow, but I mean, I'm a big fan of golf, hockey, mm. baseball, basketball. But hey, football's my my pride and joy. So. Yeah, same here. Same here. 
Well, with that said, I guess we can go ahead and get the music and get out of here. Last episode, kind of bittersweet, you know, at least for a few weeks. Yeah, have you ate yet? I have. I did eat. I, I had some uh, taquitos. Had some taquitos. Had Fire. some salsa. That's what I was. That's what I was vibing with. What, what are you gonna have? Um, chicken sandwiches. Ooh, good play. Good yeah. play. Like that. Chicken sandwiches and some uh, some lays. Hmm. It's a good time. Yeah, that's, that's you know you know what I had last night due to my due to my daughters. Hmm. Chicken nuggets and fries. Hell yeah! <laughs> but they're at least they're the potato wedges. So let's pop them bad those puppies in an oven. Right. Superb. Now were they dinosaur chicken nuggets? No, they weren't. Damn it! They were, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not. Damn it! Those are next level. They are. <laughs> they are next level. All right, Shane. Well, any last thoughts to listeners before we sign off for a few weeks? Nope. Just um, be sure to catch my stream whenever I do get it up and running. I'm middle of fixing some audio issues. Um, go follow us on Twitter, Alex Light twenty or at Alex Light twenty three. Myself, Razor E three on Twitter. Um, Tyler Honey sixteen. On I think it's it's either Tyler Honey sixteen or just Ty Honey sixteen. Yeah, one of those. It'll be, it'll be it'll be yeah, below. It's, it's it'll gonna be, be in the below. description. Yeah. But uh, any guys, uh, we appreciate y'all listening to us and uh, be sure to always you know hit the comments, give us yep. feedback. Join the Discord. You know, we'd love to hear your conversation, your opinions, um, and things like that. So, I guess with that said, thank you for listening to a terrible football show. See you in June. <laughs>